Yeah. When you wander. Wander like you're wandering like you're often. That's how you see nature. That's mm. how you see animals. Storm through the forest, you're not going to see anything. <laughs> you <laughs> storm through your beer, you're not going to taste right. anything. <laughs> but yeah, dude's like, Daddy, you like beer, don't you? So, yes, I like beer, but not like Uncle Mike. He likes beer for like 100 days. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Welcome to the Craft Beer Travel and Adventure Podcast with Living a Stout Life. This is where we sit down with creative thinkers, on-the-road adventurers, and craft beer lovers. Your hosts, Ken and April, live, work, and travel in a 24-foot RV in search of inspiring stories around a great beer. Crap. I don't need my beer in the end. I think this is the funnest part of the podcast is when you open the beer and you start pouring it. And actually to make the sound sound really good, you have to do kind of a, not the best beer pour in the world and you have to pour a little slower than normal. So you get, cause you gotta hold the beer way up high to get that liquid sound. What are you drinking? What are you drinking, Kenny? Colorado Strong. From where? Where'd you get that one from? Because tell tell a story real quick. You should have seen the evil eyes I just got for yelling so loud. He's yelling, and you can see it right there. (laughs) Because I probably just blew your speakers, and for that I apologize. Uh, Colorado Strong. This one's from Woods Boss, and Colorado Strong is a beer that's a pretty cool idea. Um, It is between the Colorado Brewers Guild and Left Hand Brewing's foundation. Left Hand Brewing, a lot of you know, Left Hand Milk Stout. They have a foundation that does a lot of charitable stuff. And in partnership with Colorado Brewers Guild and, you know, Sticker Giant and Ball, I'm reading off the can right now, and On Tap and some other shirts on tap, a bunch of different places that are... uh, Basically, what they did was they paid for a lot of ingredients and stuff and came up with a recipe for brewers throughout Colorado to brew the same beer and put their own little spin on it called Colorado Strong. And a percentage of those profits go to help people in the hospitality industry. Okay, that last part was interesting, but if you're a beer geek, you probably listened to him, but I totally spaced out. Yeah, most of you probably tuned out on me. <laughs> um, I, I this must be a Woods Boss kind of day because I have no root, no peacock. American blonde ale brewed with strawberries and mandarin oranges. That's a good beer too. It's very good. And if you listen to Jordan Fink in our podcast with him and his wife Michelle and little Penelope a little while ago, a couple weeks ago, whatever it was, that's what he was drinking. He was. All right. Well, what do we have going Fun on? Fun fact. So there, if we ever have a trivia contest, remember, no root, no peacock, because it could be a question. Maybe not. You all see me roll my eyes. I know you do. (laughs) Okay. We we want to acknowledge, like, all the, oh, my gosh, there's just so much more going on in the world today than when we were just a few weeks ago bitching and moaning about the pandemic. I just want to acknowledge that there's a lot going on in the world, and we want to recognize that and oh my gosh like racism needs to get the hell out of here like more so than the pandemic um but we we also are here to kind of bring about a community around travel and beer so we know everyone's like heard so much about just so many things that's going on that i think 
I, hopefully maybe you think the same thing, Kenny, kind of want to bring it back a little bit to where we can kind of look forward to the day when travel starts going again, regardless of the pandemic, um, the protests and all that, where where we start to feel safe again. Yeah. Where it's time to kind of celebrate a little bit. And I think right now, I mean, we're not going to go off on a big tangent and try to have a big class right now. I think there's places for that, platforms for that. And I don't think right now this is our where we want to cover that platform. But no. we want to acknowledge it. And, you know, we have friends all over the place on... You know, everybody has friends all over the place on the si- different sides of this whole thing. And it's very heated. But um, No, I disagree with that. I don't think they're on different sides of it. Because different nobody sides wants... coming from different perspectives. Thank you. That's better. That's what I meant. Okay. I didn't mean different sides. I think most of us... Most of us sane people agree that racism has no place in this world. Right. So okay, good. <laughs> and so I, I it just... obviously doesn't in our world of beer and travel and all what we like to do. It's like we just like good people. Yeah. So we just wanted to acknowledge that we fully understand things are going on and we're not ignoring it. Um, but this is the platform that we want to share beer and community and connections and travel. Um, and so yeah, so we're we're gonna kind of. We're going to take a little trip to Chattanooga. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good way yeah. to divert ourselves for at yeah. least a little bit. Okay. And Chattanooga is actually pretty, they're doing pretty good at opening back up again. I didn't do a whole lot of research on it, but there's a lot of places like uh, Rock, was it uh, the Rock City Gardens or something like that? And like, um, uh, there's some caves there, like a, a falls and some caves. This this is all in the show notes. I can't remember what they're called, but they're opening back <laughs> up again. Um so there's a lot of tourist Lookout things to do. Lookout Mountain. Back up. I think so. I think everything's done off of like reservations now. But anyhow, we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves. Um, <laughs> so with Chattanooga, Kenny and I actually were there um, like a year ago. Yep. So while the interview that we did do with um, Mike Dial, Mike Dial, he's a co-owner and brewer at yep. Wanderlinger Brewing Company in Chattanooga. Um, so while we did talk to him about a year ago. They're still doing strong. Their tap room opened back up again recently. They have great patio space. Um, yeah, I think they even were able to expand their outdoor space. I think they're in the process of doing that right to. now. Actually, they have a campaign that they're trying to build, like build more of a campaign space, more more of an outdoor space. So they have a campaign that they're doing. So I'll put that in the show notes too. If you want to like become an investor in Wanderlinger Brewing Company, oh, that'd be a pretty okay. cool place to invest. I'll tell you that one. That's actually <laughs> kind of a cool, fun thing because like. Um, investing in breweries and stuff on a small scale is like very possible now um and there's a lot of different ways like gofundme is a good way to do it Mm -hmm. sometimes and you know that usually comes with some kind of perks or something like i don't know discounts free beer yeah swag whatever and like we're we've been investors a long time in um brew dog when they decided to come to the united states and that's just basically same thing you get perks to it but we have like a small amount of private stock in that company so equity for punks equity for punks yeah they just have a cool name yeah i think we bought the stock because of that (laughs) not because we knew it was a good investment okay so that makes sense so if we bought the stock because of equity for punks it makes sense that we went into wanderling a brewing company because of the name wanderlinger Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um, that was a big part of it because we had to wander and linger to try and find wanderlinger because it's in a funky spot in uh, chattanooga yeah I mean, but we'll, maybe we'll put a map in the show notes to help you find it. Are you going to do that? I will. I'll pull it up on my little map and I'll take a screenshot and you put it in the show notes. Bam. Done. He's giving me more work when I already have a lot of work. 
Anyhow, we wandered and lingered around Chattanooga to find Wanderlinger. And there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that because wandering Chattanooga is a really cool thing to do. Like, the town is really great. The history of it in there. Mm-hmm. Um, we were at, like, the, one of the... Was it the old train station? Like, the old terminal area where that's now yeah, a hotel? You know, I mean, obviously, it's fam- Chattanooga is famous for the Chattanooga Choo Choo. And, like, now there's, like, a... Yeah, the train station turned into like a hotel mm-hmm. thing, and it's kind of cool because there's train cars that are like a there's one that's a bar and like a craft beer one and um, restaurants, and then some of them are turned into like guest rooms, like basically hotel yeah. rooms where you can rent a hotel room that's a train car and stay in the train car, and and I think there was a place that um, our brother-in-law Scott would love because there's like a guitar museum there, I think. Yeah, I mean, remember it, right at that. Train. There's a lot of restaurants, um, definitely a lot of breweries. What breweries did we go to besides uh, Wanderlinger? Yeah. Um, Odd Story. Odd Story was like cool funk, kind of cool vibe there. Yeah. Um, lots of, um, sa- I think they had quite a bit of sours and. What was the other um, kind of funky vibe going on there? The, um, was it the tap, the tap house? It was just a beer, like a. The tap, tap house room? was the place we went by the incline, I think. It was not far from the incline. Which we'll talk about in a minute, because I'm still talking about breweries. Okay. So, like, the Tap House is a cool little a cool beer tap bar. Tap House. They had, like, I don't know, uh-huh. 15, 20 and beers then, on top. And then we went to Naked River, which was a cool brewery, literally on the river there, and pretty big one. Yeah, it was pretty And they big. had the Moon Pie Stout. So, if you're a Moon Pie fan, if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about? Moon Pies. And it's a good Moon Pie Stout. What other place? There's several um, other breweries there, too. We didn't hit them all. Several other breweries. We went to a brew pub um, and had dinner one night. What was that one called? Oh, yeah. It was the Terminal Brew House. The Terminal. The Terminal. Yeah. Terminal yeah. Brew House, I think, is the full yeah, name we had... of it. They had pretty good food and, um, you know, not, not like crazy styles of beer and stuff, but like, you know, just good typical uh-huh. straightforward beer but the Ooh. distillery the distillery was really good what was it the chattanooga whiskey chattanooga whiskey company well they had things like single barrel whiskey thank you single malt single malt double malt so do- okay so they did a great job of explaining like their whiskeys like the single malt and double malt and like what that means and how it's going to give it a but flavor she probably can't explain them to you right now off the top of her head anyway yes they did do a great job <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> Please continue. I don't even know where I was anymore. <laughs> Let's start that part again. You said they I'm did not a even really saying it anymore. Nope. Chattanooga whiskey was awesome. They also, I will have to say, had a really cool thing going where they were um, doing kind of a Jameson kind of thing where um, they had some whiskeys that they sent a barrel out to a brewery and that that brewery used it to make a beer and then sent the barrel back and then they aged a whiskey in that barrel again after it was Mm. used for beer and they had i think like six or eight different ones there if i remember right when we were there at the time and it's kind of cool to see that you know how like different breweries make a different beer and age it in that and then you come back and you get hints of it in the in the whiskey but it's kind of fun So it sounds like all we ever do is drink, and that's so false. Um, we, or at least me, I think I have to, I feel like I have to earn my beer. Um, Chattanooga is definitely a place that you can do that, because there's so much to do. Like, the Tennessee River goes right through there. There's, like, the Cumberland Plateau. Um, Appalachian Mountains are right along in there. There's mountain biking trails, like, everywhere. 
paddleboarding, kayaking, rafting, mm-hmm. did I say uh, rock climbing? Well, even if you just want to explore around Chattanooga, I mean, it's an old city and really cool to look at. And you're right. Actually, I, I thought it was really easy to walk around to most places. I mean, I don't know. We didn't walk across the entire city, but I mean, it's not a huge city and you can walk a lot of the downtown area and just find cool things to do. We don't do a lot of the touristy things. We kind of look at them and think that money can be better spent on beer and we don't do it. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> so. Yeah, there are a lot of things actually in Chattanooga that uh, are there to do and have fun, but we don't do them. So <laughs> we did um, ride the Incline Railroad. It was really cool because it is kind of yeah. this straight up thing, and it wasn't that expensive. I don't remember the price. You'll have to look that one up yourself. But then when we got to the top, minus the cheesy gift shop, you can walk out, and it's beautiful because you can see all of the city below you, all of Chattanooga below you. Mm-hmm. And then they had this um, like old national military park there. Chick- yeah, Chickamauga. It's, a, it's part of the national park system, right? Chattanooga Military National Park. Yeah, and it has all this history in there, and you can walk around and just like hear, read all about like, like the Civil War era, and yeah, there were a lot of statues and yeah, like cannons and things right. like throughout and, the park. And again, and, and that was an overlook over the city. Right, well. it was beautiful, and the, and the river. Right, but and then again, but like I said, we don't usually do even like museums or anything like that, and that was kind of a surprise. Um, to us that we decided to do that and I mean it did help that we had our National Parks Pass but it was just really interesting to go in there and take the time to wander around um, and then just to kind and of learn. a little bit too. Yeah. Oh totally. Yeah. <laughs> Pun intended. Totally intended. <laughs> so but yeah like I mean Chattanooga was a great place to go hang out. It has great breweries. It's it's super and oh like I was trying to say earlier when you brought me back to the city I wanted to talk about mountain biking too because we stayed at Prentice Cooper yes. National Forest um, and there's tons of mountain biking trails around there and hiking and it's free mm-hmm. camping and it's just that there's so much to do and that's just right outside of the city. Um, I don't know. It's just a really cool little place. We've been back there a couple times now. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. We did go back and, um, actually I think we went back partially cause we wanted to talk to Mike. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we spent a lot of time, a good week or so up around Prentice Cooper, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it was fun mountain biking up there and, and the hiking and everything. And there's a, um, actually a fun little fact. There's a cool, um, if you're not a chicken shit like me, you can actually go up this fire tower that's there. It's like, this is like a straight up fire tower. So it's a pretty intense stair climb up, like not hard, it. just straight. It's just that it's straight up. So it freaks the crap out of me. Cause I have a little bit of fear heights, like as in massively when I go up stuff like that and I don't know why, but. <laughs> but yeah, that was a cool little thing too. It was. So, on that note, on that note, we probably should bring you back to Wonderlinger and let Mike talk about Wonderlinger and how he came up with the name. And there's a lot of cool little things about um, the brewery and the building it's in and the way they run the brewery. There's a lot of cool things. Yeah. So, um, and I'm not going to talk about them because Mike's going to talk about them. And you can get it straight from him. So get your ass to Chattanooga. And go to Wonderlinger, for sure. Okay. See you later. Here's Mike. I got to start. The obvious point. Wonderlinger? Wonderlinger, yeah. Wonderlinger? My wife, wife, Mandy, (laughs) came up with the name Wonderlinger. We're backpackers. We wander and we linger. 
Which is what you guys are doing too. You're wandering. That's true. We're RVing around. It's, we a, life, around. it's a life philosophy. Um, we're a little I more. Like that. We've been lingering in Chattanooga for about ten years now, so we're a little more anchored here than <laughs> not wandering as much. But um, you know, yeah. that's that's kind of our backpacking philosophy: is we wander on the trail. We don't really get a lot of miles in on you know real quick. We're more there for the journey. Well, yeah, and you've got some beautiful hillside around here and, and trails. Yeah, that's and what brought us to Chattanooga. We moved here from Nashville. After, okay. after college, um, moved down here just to be closer to the mountains and hiking and backpacking and you know all the water sports here and everything. Um, so and then we made Chattanooga our home. We stayed here, um, and now we've planted some roots and have kids and kids are in school. So planted some deep roots here. You got a brewery yeah. now. <laughs> and now we have a brewery, so we don't ever leave. <laughs> Was that ever a plan for you to like not have really? Because no. you you were a home brewer, right? Yeah, I started home brewing when I moved here, basically ten years ago. Okay. Um, and uh, I had some friends in college that brewed, and that kind of, I was like, well, if they can brew, I can brew. So <laughs> That seems to be a common thing, start brewing in college. and <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, learn to love beer, start brewing beer. Um, so, yeah, I was just brewing in my garage, you know, and it was the system that just progressively kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and taking up more space because, you know, you have some friends over and then all your beer is gone that you spent weeks, you know, you eight-hour day brewing it and then it's been conditioning for weeks and a couple people come over and all your beer is gone yeah when so you like, well, a five need... gallon batch it goes yeah straight so straight i went from have... five gallons to ten gallons i was like i'm gonna brew twice as much and it still wasn't enough so i went to 15 gallons <laughs> and, that's a pretty good sized homebrew system yeah so that was my homebrew setup brewing a half barrel um and it got to where i was it was like every other weekend i was brewing beer and the weekends when i wasn't brewing beer i was kegging beer and i was getting home and night after work and cleaning things and just it taking was up, already a business it was it was already <laughs> taking up right. all my time and then you know 2014 is when um i won a couple homebrew medals and decided well i'm gonna try i'm gonna go pro i should write a business plan and you know talk to my dad and he was like yeah write a plan find some investors so we wrote a plan found some investors got my brother on board got a loan uh, took four years to get open. You know, we started. Wow. I started writing the plan in 2014, and um, so yeah, that was, was that four years of actively pursuing. A lot of it was business. waiting. You know, hurry up and wait. You know, so we got our loan. We signed Ooh. our lease in August of 2016, but it took until 2018 before they had you know the space ready. And so part of that was you know we were supposed to be on one side of the building, and they started doing demo, and we're going to start construction. And there was all this structural damage. So they had to move us to the other side of the building, which meant we had to go back through design with the architect and apply for permits. So that delayed us, you know, six months, you know, right off the bat. Um, and then construction took longer to start than you know they said it would. And then once they started construction, it took longer to finish than they said it would. And you know, we every we just kept getting pushed back and delayed, you know, over years. Um, there was actually an article in in the Times Free Press that we were supposed to open on this Thursday, and the article came out that day and said, after delays, brothers set to open brewery. And then we were delayed <laughs> one week. Delayed. After they put that in the paper, we were delayed another week before we could open. And it's just like, well, that's typical. You know, now we're just trying to get people to find us. You know, we're kind of hidden back here. I think that's here. common in the, in the craft brewery industry is like just getting to open is a tough yeah, but it's a, it's a tough slog, kind of. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's like hiking up that mountain. Like right. Yeah, chugging away because you have you just you feel like you're, the top's got to be just right around the corner, but you turn that corner and it's uh, and there's it's a new summit uphill. <laughs> Son of a. 
<laughs> exactly. I've been there walking. many times. Yeah. That is frustrating. <laughs> so did um, you're in a pretty historic building here in Chattanooga too, right? This is it's a hundred year old building, uh, over a hundred years. Was old. Was that a lot of issues, or was it just? I mean, that definitely caused some some challenges. I'm sure, like you talked about, some of the construction delays and some of the infrastructure. Yeah, I mean, a lot of that's due to you know, being such an old building. That. I mean, one of the but it's a cool space. small issues that we ran into that we didn't even know we'd have was you know trying to hang stuff up and you're drilling into this concrete. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a hammer drill that works fine at my house, but you get a hundred year old concrete and you yes. can't drill into it. And you have to go rotary. rent this big rotary hammer thing that's oh. this big. Meh, to drill a hole in the wall. Just so to things hang a really were made better back then. Well, <laughs> back they, they say they say it takes a hundred years for concrete to cure, to really? fully cure. Yeah. I did not know this. Yeah, but in yeah this concrete you drill into it and it's got you know there's river stones in it and stuff. It's not just aggregate oh, yeah. like you'd see in you know modern or, or you know normal concrete. So you'll get like rocks in there that are super hard. Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot of challenges to being in an old building. Um, yeah. But it's it's made for a beautiful space, though. I mean, you have like yeah. old like wood planking for the ceiling. Right. And that, that's actually just, concrete. That's concrete. But that's from where they built the forms oh, I see. and poured the concrete so, hundred years ago. So that's all wooden forms. That's the old yeah. wooden forms that you're seeing. That's a pretty cool. I have not seen that before. Yeah. So and yeah, guys, I mean, this 18 inch thick brick walls. Um, the building was made for storage, and it's what what it was for a hundred years before they redeveloped it into. You know our place with the brewery and offices upstairs and so we were talking earlier off camera like you said you weren't even planning on a tap room originally you were initially gonna, you were yeah when we first started writing the business plan we weren't going to have a tap room we were just going to be production and then we were said well we'll have a small tap room and then then you have this massive tap room this large tap room with a stage and an art gallery and bar and beer garden and board games and <laughs> But it's really cool. I mean, I, I'm sure that was now you look back probably a happy accident. Kind yeah, of thing, but, no, I'm um, glad. You know, part of it we some of it was intentional changes. Some of it was just you know, our hand was forced and you're, we had to do this. You know, the market has changed for beer mm-hmm. since we started writing the plan. Um, yeah, it's quickly become more of a everything's becoming hyper local. Tap room focused. Centric. Where um, there's so many breweries that, that it's hard to it's hard to have the meteoric growth that a lot of breweries had, you know, five, six, seven years ago, mm-hmm. um, because there's so many other breweries that are up and sure trying to distribute too. Shelf space is probably tough shelf if you're canning yeah. or bottling. Right. Yeah, huge challenge. Um, but I mean, I mean, I'm glad that it happened that, you, that way for you. I mean, yeah. I, I'm sure you were no, probably we're really happy pulling your space, hair out at times, you know, but yeah. it's a cool space because you guys are very active with your community as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, we say it's a massive um, tap room, and it kind of is for a tap room, very large. But you really made the space cozy and. Uh, yeah, we try to have feel... you know. There's something for everybody in here. You right. know, if we have band playing, you want to come see the band. You can sit in front of the stage, or if we have the tables moved out, stand in front of the stage. If you're just interested in talking to the bartender, you sit at the bar. We've got our big group table. We've got booth tables, um, and then the art gallery. Cool. Another one of my really good friends is an artist, so. We knew we were going to have a lounge, and he kind of pitched the idea. You know, I, I said, well, we'd like to get some art hanging up in there, and you know, what do you think about that? And you know, cool. he pitched the idea of, well, what if we make it an art gallery and do a rotating gallery and you know, change it out every month? And he had ties to the art community, so you know, kind of got a jump start on that. That's cool. Uh, the big white bear. Ah, uh, yes. There's a big white, massive, huge white bear head. I don't think it's real, is it? 
notes. Okay. <laughs> Where? Yeti lives here. So <laughs> that was made by Tony Mraz, who did the Jessica Jones painting and the Sitting Bull oh, okay. painting over there. He made it for uh, Danimal Planet, which is a band. So that oh, bear belongs wow, really? to Danimal. That's Danimal's okay. bear. Um, and they use it during shows, and it has lights in it, and it, the eyes will light up, and it has a smoke machine, and you know they they have an actuator in the mouth that opens and closes okay. the mouth. They have, the actuator doesn't always work right. So, so you have the band stage prop up there. Mm -hmm. You have other friends in a band that mm -hmm. you have their PA system. So, yeah, so basically, here. you're storing everybybody's musical equipment. Yeah, we're storing their present. equipment. They practice here. <laughs> they practice here sometimes. Yeah, um, we have music. All we try to have music at least two or three days a week. Some weeks it's four days a week. Wow. We're, we're supporting the arts is kind yeah. of our thing. You know, that's a lot of my friends are artists or musicians. Um, so is it my, is my art is beer. Yeah, <laughs> so we support their art. So we have the gallery, so we have the stage um, and try to have a platform for different artists to display their work, so to speak. Well, um, since your art is the beer, let's try a couple of these too. So we can't let these stand here, sit here forever without tasting right? them and you stay behind <laughs> no. the camera, stay back, stay back. So the three I brought, um, this is our Wanderlinger lager. Okay. It is a Munich Helles German lager. Nice. It is our flagship lager. Um, it's over, since we've opened, that's our best selling beer. It's kind of something you need in the south too because easy it gets so lager. hot and humid yeah, in hot. the summertime. Yeah. You need a lighter We have this beer year round. It's just you know, it, it appeals to a lot of different people. It appears to appeals to you know craft beer drinkers who have an appreciation for a well-crafted German-style lager. It also appeals to people who don't really drink craft beer and just want something light. Right. If they you know? come in, and so if we get all people that. who are more here for the music than they are for the brewery, then we have something to offer them. Or you just have a group of friends going out for the night, and you know, not everybody. Not everybody. Yeah. Not everybody's a hophead who wants or, an IPA. So yeah. just wants it. Or you've already had a few IPAs and you're ready for something lighter and lower alcohol. Yeah. Know. Sometimes you just need to. Your palate's been wrecked <laughs> and it doesn't really matter. You can drink this, and so and then this is our hundred day IPA, which is our flagship IPA. Um, it is a classic West Coast style IPA. Yes. You know, it's it's and you can clear. It. It's, it's got a nice orange in color. Yeah, slight amber. Um, color it's got almost. you know classic American hop aroma. You know, it's, uh, Columbus. Cascades, this is that one. Centennial. If you're a hophead, you're gonna come in and go, yeah, it's a nice piney, danky. Yeah, but not floral and dank. Crush your head with hops, but <laughs> not a, yeah, but you know, old school style IPA. Right. You know. Now, we do have a hazy one that we're working on um, that we've had out in small batch, which is you know more of the new modern IPA. Yeah. But this is classic, and these are brews that are my homebrew recipes that got scaled okay. up to the big system. I've been brewing these two beers. So these are like flagship five, beers six years, something like that. Those are the flagships. So when and people then, come here to Wonderlinger, they're gonna these, these are two be will here always be on time. tap. Always, we'll there always have those unless we sell out of it, which will quickly replace as right. soon as we can <laughs> absolutely yeah um and then this is our russian imperial stout king salamander um since this is a stout life i thought yeah we should have a stout. you can't really do stout life without so, yeah. a stout right? what a king salamander the name yeah that's so, a cool name <laughs> the uh the smokies are the salamander capital okay. of the world there's cool. more salamanders here than that. anywhere else in the world and it's an imperial stout, so it's King Salamander. See, we're an educational show too, because I had no idea this was the salamander. So wait, let me let me 
give you a quick little story here because I'm like okay. thinking, oh, these are all lined up so pretty. There must be like a grouping somehow. And then I realized, oh, we got a flight for each of us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's why wow. it was like lined up differently. And how long have you been drinking? Well, I lined yours up that way <laughs> since so you were you were on that side. So and drank from left to right. It to- right. It totally yeah. made sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The, the, but she's left-handed too, so she can go right to left. Well, there we go. So wait, why do you drink left to right? Tell our viewers. Oh, that's just the order I would drink these yeah. because this is the lightest one, so you want to drink that first. Um, the other two, if you were to drink those and then try to go drink the lighter one, you're not really going to appreciate the flavor because you know IPAs and stouts are palate wreckers. Yeah. Um, so I just put them in that order of which one's going to destroy the palate the most. So <laughs> drink the lager, then the IPA, and then the stout. You know, I, I like the way you put that. <laughs> I was going to say, I think you're the first person that probably has said it. The, the way that makes sense, especially uh, to people who are like, why can't I just drink the beer the way I want to drink right. the beer? So that makes <laughs> and you can. You can drink it you can however drink you want. Whatever order you can you do you what want, you want. This is what I would recommend. Yeah. In order but to if you want to be geeking out like us and be nerds <laughs> about beer, you're going to go yeah. lighter flavors to stronger flavors yeah. to the one that just like, whoa, yeah. I'm chewing on that beer. The one that sticks <laughs> in the mouth that you yeah, taste after you. Yeah. I'm kind of puzzled too. So how why? do you bring this stuff when you go backpacking? Uh, right. <laughs> it's difficult to bring beer. I usually, when I'm backpacking, I usually drink whiskey and water. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, this has got to be fun for you, though, because I know just, from, just from talking it's to fun. you. It's fun. Sometimes it's stressful. This, I'm sure it's very <laughs> but it's, stressful it is, on the it's, business it's side. A, but yeah, I enjoy it, you know. It seems like you've working a your... whole lot more than I used to, but, you know, I'm also working for me, you know, and making beer and. Usually sampling beer by nine in the morning or something. But my assistant <laughs> Which brewer is usually Jared's usually bringing me something, saying, "Here, Mike, try this. Let me know what you think about this beer." I'm well, like, all right, nine thirty. I guess I'm gonna put the coffee down and have a beer. For a and what I feel here, and just talking to you, but having been here before, and then talk, getting to talk to you a little bit now, you've really put your personality and and the people who built Wonderlinger as a business. You've put your personality into the place, yeah. so it's a place you want to be. Right. You're surrounded yeah. by music out here and art. People that work for me, and you know, you know the st- the people and the things that yeah. you. Yeah, like and our to staff do. is one of our, you know, brightest points. We have a great staff. We've hired a bunch of great bartenders, and mm-hmm. you know, Jared in the back of the house has been an amazing help. You know, had I not had him, there would have been a lot more hiccups along the way. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I also like to get more so into the beer is awesome, but then the stories mm-hmm. behind it. So I'd love to hear. I don't know. Do you have any kind of interesting backpacking stories? Because that's kind of where this whole longer linger idea. Well, most of our from, names, or? most of our names, kind of are backpacking related. So we have our porter is Hobbs Cabin Porter. Um, Hobbs Cabin is a little cabin in South Cumberland State Park that okay. you can hike out to. It's about a ten mile hike, okay. and you can stay in the cabin. It's just got wooden cots basically that you sleep on, but it's a it's a small one room cabin okay. with a fireplace. And you can sleep in that. Um, so back in college, uh, there's I had a lot of good a lot of good times at that cabin back in college. <laughs> um, and then uh, you don't want to reveal any of those good times. I'm no. sure. <laughs> what happened there stayed there. Yeah, what right. happens at the cabin that's stays right. at the cabin. Um, so and then you know King Salamander is obviously a reference to the Salamanders and the Smokies. Uh, some of our names have drifted away from that a little bit. You know, the Wanderlinger Lager is just, that's, well, that's, the, that's the name. It's our name, yeah. you know. No, that's good because um, it's a good flagship beer, too. And The 100-Day IPA really is nice. more related to, uh, well, the name came from my nephew 
getting my brother, who's my business partner, a beer. And he was like, Daddy, you like beer, don't you? So yes, I like beer. But not like Uncle Mike. He likes beer for like 100 days. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was like, I got to name a beer after that. And then, you know, an IPA you should drink within 100 days of being brewed as well. So I was like, well, that's a, that works. Kind of fits, you know, yeah. The hops are, you know, drink that fresh, drink an IPA fresh. Right. The hops is the thing in IPA that kind of... The flavor, de- flavor over degrades time. over a period of months and then becomes, you know, grassy and vegetal and not as pleasant. Yeah. I mean, the logo itself is a tulip poplar leaf. That's the state tree of Tennessee. Oh, okay. And then you got the Smoky Mountains in the back and some hops and barley. It's a good um, logo. Yeah, I like and it. And like, I just, I love the name. Yeah. When you wander. Wander lingers. Wander and linger yeah. often. That's how you see nature. That's mm. how you see animals. Storm through the forest, you're not going to see anything. <laughs> you storm I mean, through your beer, you're not going to taste right. anything. <laughs> but it's surprising how, how that sometimes is the thing. It's like when we were looking for places to go here in Chattanooga, it's like that name just, I don't know, I guess it probably because it connects with us yeah. too, as mm-hmm. far as kind of yeah. what we like and what we like to do. And yeah. Like so to travel and linger. And when, after <laughs> my wife, and before we moved to Chattanooga, my wife and I both quit our jobs and put our stuff in storage and loaded up the car and went out west for a oh, few dude. months until we ran out of money which didn't last that long but three, we, that three, three months until we ran out of money that was when we were, we called ourselves the wandering dies at the time okay. yeah. <laughs> how far west did you get? Oh, all the way to the coast yeah. uh, we hit up oh. we basically did you know all the big national parks and we just camped okay. you know, we took our tent and we, so we went to Badlands and uh, the Black Hills and Yellowstone, Tetons, Glacier, uh, Olympic, Redwoods, Yosemite. Man, you did that quite was, the tour. That was when we ran out of money. <laughs> so like, now we have to coast home on fields. Yeah, so we went, we went to some, well, we made it to Sedona. In Sedona, Arizona is where we oh, ran okay. out of money. And then we went to a friend's house in Denver. Then we went to my parents' house in Houston. And then came to my wife's parents' house in Nashville. And then we were like, now what do we do? <laughs> but that opened up this whole idea. Yeah, and then we were like, well, let's... You Can't know, go we back trying, to the normal life anymore? Yeah, we are trying to figure yeah. where to move, so we were like, well, Chattanooga, you know, we fell in love with the city. I had, you know, some friends here, so I had a couple connections to the city, and, um, yeah, just ended up down Did here. you have a favorite place that, on that trip? Was there any... I, mean, I know that's um, hard to narrow down. We, or the, how about we the most get surprising, too, though? I love that one. Was there one that surprised you? Yeah, maybe something you? that stuck out, surprised you? Or uh, Olympic National Park. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, because it's got everything. It's got, you know, beach, coastal beaches with tide pools and anemones and starfish. And then you've got rainforest with these monstrous trees um, and snow-capped mountains all in one park. Man. That is a great lead. We yeah, haven't had a, and, I love that goal. You know, we it's, haven't it's had right, West yet. So it's right by Seattle, which that's probably what blew our budget on the whole trip is because we were like, let's stop in Seattle. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> we could have made it a couple extra months if we hadn't stopped there. Uh, beer and food breaks the budget every yeah. Oh, gosh, time. yeah. <laughs> yeah, beer, beer and food yeah. is our downfall. And we, yeah, we, went, we stayed you know, at some cool little hotel downtown Seattle on, on, on the wharf. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, went out eating and yeah, went to Pike's place. And but drinking coffee. And do you regret mm-hmm. it? No, I don't know. <laughs> it was a great. It's just money. It's a great experience. No regrets. It's just money. You'll find a way to. You'll find a way to plug through later, right? Yeah. We all yeah. find a way to survive. <laughs>
So we also uh, back to the you know backpacking names and beers. The Hillwalker, that's what they call mm -hmm. backpacking in like Ireland is hillwalking, and Tennessee okay. is mostly hills. So it's kind of hillwalking is kind of what you do here a lot of times. But yeah. but you do have Tennessee's got. Uh, I mean the Appalachians you got a little bigger mm -hmm. mountains. Uh, Clingman's Dome is the highest peak in Tennessee, and it's sixty five hundred feet. I think. That's pretty that's good. Nice yeah. beautiful yeah. country here though. Chattanooga. Yeah, Chattanooga And you got Lookout Mountain and Signal Mountain and, you know, the Cumberland Plateau and the river that cuts through it. It's a, it's a nice city. Yeah, we were at Prentice Cooper, mm -hmm. State Park, which is really beautiful when you walk out. They've got some beautiful overlooks there mm -hmm. that look out over the river, the Tennessee yeah. River, and mm -hmm. it's just stunning. The yeah. views, it's... Yeah, there's a lot of... So all along where the river kind of cuts through the plateau here, you've got these bluffs. Um, mm -hmm. And Chattanooga is kind of a you know, mecca for rock climbers in the southeast. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, because you've got all these cliffs that just line Lookout Mountain and you know the, where the where the river goes through. So while we were at Wonderlinger, we did ask this question on air, but as happens quite frequently in a working brewery, uh, yeah, equipment like decides now's the time to come on right in the middle of your interview and you know you can't really stop that glycol works when it wants to work it was louder than everybody <laughs> pounding on the table yeah sorry about that <laughs> we're we're getting much better at not pounding on the table no we're not but um no nah. but anyway we are good at asking questions and we did ask mike um hey what's your definition of a stout life uh you know living a full a full-bodied life i like that <laughs> I like that. That, that getting, works getting well. He gets it, it. The stout. <laughs> Full bar. Yep. You know your beer, you know your life. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Well, I'm going to go with this. Yeah, Even though it's going to wreck my palate, though. Cheers. Never So, yeah, hopefully um, hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, Wonderlinger is a pretty cool little place. I, I mean, it's a little different than a lot of tap rooms we've been to um, with the with the art. Like I like the whole um, art gallery and like they have bands all, bands all the time. It's not a big new thing, but uh, it's a cool little space down in Chattanooga and I think it's really worth checking out and the whole area there is worth checking out. So hopefully you guys are enjoying your travels out there. Hopefully you're starting to get back out there and on the road and you make your way down to Chattanooga to have a good beer there one time or two or three. But with that, oh. what? Don't forget to subscribe. That's what I was gonna do. Well, I don't know. I had to like cut in somewhere. Okay. That's true. Don't we gotta hear to subscribe. your lovely harmonic voice over our airwaves. So don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. And if you are so inclined, please leave us a rating and, re and or review because that does help us out a lot. And don't judge us on this episode between the two of us talking. Oh no, you can judge all. Of us. <laughs> no, we're worth judging. Actually, you know, yeah, that's true. You know, in a world that you really shouldn't be judging, you can totally judge. You can us. judge us because yeah, screw it. Yeah. We're judgeable. <laughs> okay. And with that, I think we're going to drink some more beer. And I have a cheers. Oh, okay. Ready? Yes, ma'am. Wander on, linger off. Oh, I like that one. Cheers. Cheers. We'd love to hear from you, so keep the conversation going. Send us a note, share a beer recommendation or two, or just say hey. This Stout Conversation has been brought to you by livingastoutlife.com, where you can find community and resources for all your craft beer travel and adventure lifestyle needs.